I'm Anya, and I spent decades compartmentalizing and suppressing the different parts of myself. I woke up at age 40 exhausted, confused, and completely out of alignment. These days, I am definitely not your run-of-the-mill bored housewife. So if you are tired of the shame narrative around sex and pleasure, and you're ready to be all facets of yourself, let's create sexual alchemy. This is a Soulfire production. Welcome back, loves, and happy Thanksgiving week. That's the time that this episode's going to be reaching all of you. And I wasn't sure if I was going to put an episode out or not, but I just feel like I want to keep connecting with all of you in a meaningful way. And so hopefully this short episode this week can be a way of of doing that. And as you might be able to tell, my voice is a little bit raspy, so please forgive that. Uh, My husband and I spent the last five days prior to recording this at a hotel takeover that I will likely talk about at another juncture in another episode. But for now, just wanting to go back and recount an experience that I had a couple of months ago or about a month and a half ago, I guess at this point, I had reached out on Twitter and let people know that I was going to be attending something called a sexual shamanic training. And I got a lot of questions about it, a lot of interest. People really wanted to know what that was about. And so I thought I'd tell a little bit about the origin story about how I got there and a bit about what I experienced and then what I expect to be doing with this moving forward. So rewind back to June, just this past June, June of 2021. Of course, we all know that this year of 2021 is the year that doesn't seem to want to ever end. (laughs) And it has been a really time bending year because sometimes it's felt like it's been going so fast and other times it feels like we've been in this year for five. Nonetheless, June of 2021 feels like a lifetime ago to me but it was just a few months. And I was at a plant medicine retreat outside of Sayulita, Mexico. And we had been through a handful of ceremonies and journeys over the course of that week. And the last morning, we were all sitting around sharing breakfast together and saying our goodbyes. And I had the opportunity to connect in with the shaman that was leading that retreat. And we had had a handful of really meaningful conversations throughout the week. And he knew about the path that I'm on in terms of my sexual exploration and the intertwining of that with spirituality. And I got the sense that it was pretty resonant with him as well, as well as some other folks there. So had some really fascinating conversations, but, you know, he said to me, Anya, I think, I think you might really do well to look into something called ISTA. Have you ever heard of ISTA? And I was like, no, I haven't. Tell me more. And he said, okay, well, it's called the International School of Temple Arts. And it's a, it's a sexual shaman training program that they offer, amongst other things. 
And I think based on what we've discussed this week, I think that's something you might really be interested in. And mind you, throughout the journeys that I had been on that week with the plant medicine that we were taking, I had really been feeling pulled toward shamanism and I had been receiving some pretty strong and powerful messaging to just really take notice and understand that this is a path that I'm to be stepping into. So when he said that, it clicked. But I also felt this immediate sense of, oh shit, inside my gut. Because when you get so close to the truth about something, you kind of get a little scared, but also really excited. And so with this information, I went, you know, left the retreat center, went back and to town and checked into a hotel in Sayulita. And I immediately got on my phone. We'd been pretty well without service most of the retreat. And so I was anxious to kind of get online and check back in with life a little bit, but actually not that much. But I was definitely obsessed with looking into ISTA and I spent probably the better part of a couple of hours reading through their website and listening to testimonials and watching videos. And by the end of that time, I knew two things. I knew that it was a full body fuck yes for me to attend one of their trainings. And I also knew that I had no idea what I would experience while I was there. And so I just dove in, right? I called my husband or I texted him and I said, I think, I think this is something that I need to sign up for. And he said, do it. And of course, E is always super supportive of everything that I want to dive into. So of course, that would be his answer. But I just knew that it was something I needed to do. So I sign up. I get waitlisted. And I'm thinking, okay, well, if this is meant to be for me, I will, I'll have a spot. And sure enough, within a couple of weeks, a spot opens up for me. And then the real nerves in my stomach, the real oh shit moments started coming at me a bit more because this training was set to take place in September and it felt like that was right around the corner to me. So again, I kept trying to scour the internet for as much information as I could because I didn't know anybody in the ISTA community and I had not met anyone between the time I was introduced to them and the time I got into the retreat. So I really went into this pretty blind. But what I knew is that I was being pushed to go by some force that I didn't understand. But I know to be source or however you want to talk about, you know, the, that pull in your own life, whether it's God or whether it's something else or maybe it's nothing for you. But for me, I knew that source was kind of pulling me toward that. So I just, I, I heated the call and I went and I tried to prepare for it the best I could. There's a couple of books out there that actually my facilitator, my lead facilitator's name is Kamala Devi. And they have written a couple of books about sexual shamanism and about the work that ISTA does. And I was fascinated by it, but I also, you know, didn't have enough time to read everything I wanted. So I pack up the best that I can and I show up completely ill-prepared and not knowing what was going to be awaiting me there. But I knew that if 
I felt so strongly about it. And I knew that if there had been a call toward this shamanic path for me, and I knew that if I was certain about my purpose being spreading the the word about the intertwining of spirit and sexuality, I knew I couldn't go wrong. So what I'm not going to do in this episode is talk about everything that we did at the retreat. I can give a little overview, but the reason that I'm not going to discuss a lot of that is because the practices and the rituals that we worked with are incredibly sacred practices, many of them quite ancient and revitalized in a new way for the work that we're trying to do today. But the real reason behind why I don't want to talk about the details of it is because when we got to that space together and we had three lead or one lead facilitator, two co-facilitators, a bunch of people who were there as helpers, and then the rest of us as participants. And there were a total of about, I think, 50 of us. And what happened when we walked into that space is we created a very intentional and safe container in which we could all experience this together. And talking about it, I don't believe in this format, is really going to be able to get across the depths to which we all went individually and as a group. But what I can talk about are some of the practices that we did in terms of what we were trying to do. So the way that ISTA talks about level one is that it is really, you know, kind of a a place to go and explore the deep depths of your own beingness. And you might be working through some trauma. And of course, if you do have deep trauma, you certainly should be finding other methodologies of working through that, whether it be through talk therapy, energy work, meditation, prayer, lots of different options, right? But working that trauma is very important. So I don't pretend to say that showing up to a level one training is going to rid you of all of your trauma. But certainly it's you're going to be facing it. You're going to be looking at it right in the face and you're going to be confronting it, perhaps loving it, soothing it, making peace with it, kicking it to the curb, any number of things. So that's one piece of what we were doing there is kind of working in our own trauma. Another thing that we did was do some reconciliation practices between what our body knows, what our belly, and by belly I mean our gut, knows and what our mind knows and what our heart knows. So doing some reconciliation work there between those different organisms within our body so that we can get on the same page and be supportive of one another. Um, Another piece of the work that we did was embracing our inner opposite, right? So I am a femme identifying individual. I identify as she, her. And I didn't really know what it meant to be in touch with my inner masculine. And I'll tell you, the day we did that exercise, it was toward the end of the week. I struggled. You know, I felt all week like I had been showing up to our practices and to everything that we were going to be doing and just really fully immersing and losing myself in every experience that we did. 
And we get to this one and I will tell you, I just felt, I felt a little bit dead inside. I felt like I couldn't quite access that part of myself. And so in the weeks after the training, I ended up spending a lot of time really trying to feel into my inner masculine and figuring out how to bring that part of me to the surface more so that I can learn how to integrate and lead from both my inner feminine and masculine. So that was another kind of exercise that we did. Another really important element of the time that we spent in this large group was we had breakout groups, we had small groups. And I'm super excited because the facilitator of my small group, his name is Philippe Lewis, and he's going to be joining us here on Sexual Alchemy in a couple of weeks, I think. Um, We've already recorded. It's a fantastic conversation. And this is an individual who just really transformed and changed my experience there. And not only did he, but the people in the group that I was with as well. And that experience in that small group is probably what resonated the most with me for my time there because I'm a small group person. I'm, I like one-on-one. I like small group activities. And the large group felt really, really intimidating to me. You know, my whole life I've identified as an extrovert and I've been very outgoing and Oftentimes, I don't know if I've been the life of the party, but I certainly was very participatory in every, um, you know, every exchange I could be in throughout my life. And in the last few years, as I've been on this journey, I find myself going much more inward. And I've learned that Anya is an introvert and she doesn't need to involve herself in every conversation. And she doesn't have to have a touch point with every single person to feel like she's relevant. Whereas that is how I felt for a large part of my life. And so this small group setting was really where I could show up and feel my most authentic and really share and get vulnerable. And that was a really powerful experience for me. And yet, I think another huge aspect of what was so transformative about this experience is that you are with 50 other individuals who are coming from all walks of life, all ages, all ethnicities, all sexual identifications, all shapes and sizes, and everyone is there on a journey for health, acceptance, wholeness, and all around the framework of our sex, of our sexuality. And the energy that that creates is something that I can't describe with words. I may not have met my new best friends from every walk of life at that experience, but what I did meet were brothers and sisters and people who I know will be in my heart forever and part of my experience forever because we shared so intimately. And so this experience certainly doesn't make me a shaman, right? A level one training does not a shaman make. But what it did was it really opened my mind up to look and see what could this look like? Where could I take this? 
what could I do with this? And I've already signed up for a level two training through ISTA. I'm very excited about it. It will be in April of next year. And again, that will not make me a thing, right? I will not be an expert or a shaman at that point in my life. But what I do know is that this is work that I'm really called to. And what I also know is that while I am so excited to have found this new tribe in the ISTA community, I also know that I already have a really powerful tribe within my own community that is kink and cuckolding and stag vixen lifestyle. I know that I have a community that I love and adore. And I also know that within that community, there are so many people who want to have the same conversations that I'm dying to have and who want to connect the dots with different pieces of themselves to create a whole person. And I don't want to keep my sexuality separated from my spirituality and intertwining them and allowing both to heal and to integrate, to make peace and to work together in really powerful ways is just something I'm really passionate about. And so for me, what I think I can see moving forward is bringing more of this conversation to the community I'm already a part of. I can see going deeper within the ISTA tribe and looking through that lens at the way we can integrate all of this into our lives. And still, there's so much more to unfold. (laughs) And so... I don't know. I mean, I think at times I can see a vision of me wanting to go deeper with both kind of the retreat type of setting with both like a plant medicine aspect to it and a sexual healing component to it and a sexual playfulness component to it. And I don't really know how all of that can work together, but I do know that it appeals to me. So that might be an aspect that I want to be looking at. I really love a concept that was introduced to me at ISTA, which is around transpersonal connection. And what this means is that, you know, we all have personal connections with people, whether it be with a partner, with our children, with sexual partners that are are maybe just sexual partners. But we have an attraction, we have an energy exchange, we have chemistry, we have love and care that's there. But what I learned at ISTA is that when you get yourself into an aligned state and somewhat of a meditative state and really connect in with the essence of a human that you don't even know, it is very possible within moments to connect in with that person from a space in your heart, from a space in your belly, from a place in your mind, in your body. And virtually, I don't, I don't want to say fall in love with, but really love them from a human level and just really want to hold space for them and, and be a part of their journey. 
And this concept of transpersonal work is something that I am really excited about going deeper with in level two. And what I think could come from that could be working with individuals in a one-on-one basis and helping them journey through their own sexual healing, their own spiritual healing in ways that are more shamanically based. And so that's another area that I think I could see myself going down with this path. So there you have it. I mean, that was not a lot of detail around exactly what we did there, but hopefully it intrigues you enough that if it sounds interesting, you should look it up for yourself as well. Anybody who wants to talk about an experience at my my training with ISTA, please reach out to me one-on-one and, and we can we can talk a little bit more personally about that. But overall, it was an incredibly transformative experience. I'm very much looking forward to the next one. And at the same time, I'm still processing this one. You know, one of the things that I haven't mentioned yet that I recognize is while we were there, there was no substances allowed, right? We were not under the influence of anything with regard to alcohol or any sort of drugs or hallucinogens or anything like that. But I will tell you that the power that I experienced there, and someday, like I said, I'll talk a little bit more about some of the medicine journeys that I've been on, but I will tell you that through meditation, through ecstatic dance, through different exercises that we did to get ourselves into a state of alignment and stepping into that shamanic journey, I experienced very powerful, almost, well, not almost, hallucinogenic effects. And knowing that you can access that sort of space without needing a substance to help you get there is so intriguing for me. And that doesn't mean I don't have interest continuing my my medicine journeys. I absolutely do. But what I'm recognizing is that there are ways to get there through sexual energy, through sensual energy, and through any other sort of energy focus that you dedicate yourself to in the practice. And so I, I find myself, yeah, further intrigued and in wanting to go down this path and working with other people and, and spreading the news about it. So that's that's my ISTA level one training. That's my beginning of my sexual shaman journey. And we'll see where it goes from here. And you'll be the first to know because it'll be stuff I'll be wanting to talk about along the way. So thanks for listening in this week. A very happy Thanksgiving to all of you. And I hope you enjoy time with loved ones, whether whether. F- chosen family or biological family. Enjoy yourselves so much out there. And I can't wait to talk to you again soon. 